Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1 800 858 858. Talkback time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 So give us a call. Your thoughts on those decisions from the 1A schools. And, you know, if you're down country, what are schools, what are the top schools in, say, Canterbury doing? What are the Super 8 schools doing differently? I mean, I'm sure that we're not going to see this decision come from them. Are we Whanganui Collegiate? Napier Boys High? Tauranga Boys High? Rotorua? Um, You know, those big schools that make up the Super 8. They won't be making this decision and they will probably be rubbing their hands together at the moment at the thought of all these kids coming out of Auckland secondary schools looking for a proper pathway into professional rugby. And uh, the Super 8 certainly won't be backing away from it. I mean, the other thing you've got to think about is sponsorship dollars. I know Land Rover have said they'll continue to sponsor regardless of the media coverage, but surely media coverage is a big part of it. And it makes for good metrics to say that now, but what happens in a year? Um, so here, keen to hear from you on that. 0800 150 811. 0800 150 811. A $50 chemist warehouse voucher is up for grabs. This one from Liam. A few weeks ago, New Zealand rugby tried to take over the Auckland 1A comp. I think this move is the principals telling NZR to get lost. That may be, that, that, if that's true, Liam, that, uh, that's a good point. I mean, and that gets to my point that there is something else going on here. This isn't just about mental well-being is how it's dressed up. Uh, Brendan also, uh, not just a bit biased in the media, it's only the media who care. I just go to games, who cares whether it's on TV? Well, Brendan, I get your point. This isn't so much about whether or not it's on TV. It's about the excuse that's been given for it not being on TV anymore because I think there is something else going on here. Greg has called through on 0800 150 G'day, Greg, how are you? Good, thanks. Yourself? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. What, what was your take when this news I, came I, out yesterday? Well, I, 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 I fully support the move that the principals of the Auckland schools have made. I think that there is too much pressure, there's too much grandstanding sometimes of these young fellas in a situation where they're still young, they're still developing. Let's also remember that... While the competition may be elite, not all of the players are elite. Many kids play school sport because they want to play with their mates, they want to have a good time, they want to be able to turn up to assemblies on Monday and maybe bask in a little bit of glory, or the shit that they sometimes have to take when they lose those games. Why aren't maybe you making a bit of a noise about other sports that aren't being televised? You're suggesting that in the professional era we need to prepare our guys for professional sport in you know five years time down the track there's plenty of time to do that once they've left school very few kids would walk straight out of a first 15 into a super rugby team yeah that's what many of those boys hang on what many of those boys would do would go into a super development team or some sort of youth program that's where you get your training that's where you get your um your, your, your media sort of savvy and that sort of thing, if that's required. I'm so concerned that there are too, there's too much 
uh, emphasis being placed on elite sportsmen, and you'll end up in, with an American system where unless you've actually made the grade by a very, very young age, you give up the sport altogether. And we talk about all these people who aren't playing sport when they leave school. Well, this is, I think, one of the contributing factors, because if you haven't made an elite team and have all that emphasis put upon you at that early age, you give up. By removing the television system, that may contribute to more people wanting to play. Let me just go also say about why aren't we having a crack at New Zealand cricket for not, uh, for not um, televising secondary school cricket? Why aren't we having a crack at Netball New Zealand for not televising um, Netball? Why aren't we having a crack at Athletics New Zealand for not televising the, uh, the um, athletics around the country? You know, we're targeting rugby because rugby is such an important part in our psyche and our makeup, and the All Blacks are the be-all and end-all of what many people think in this, in this country, and yet we're putting all these kids under this immense pressure in the media, and I, I, I just fully support the move to, to remove it. And when you also talk about, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to go to some of these schools, you look at that list again. You've got Kings, you've got St Kennigan, they're two private schools, Kelson Boys? No. Auckland Grammar? No. Ayariri College? No. You know, there's, there's a whole... I, I can't remember all the names off the top of my head, but there's only a very few of those schools that you're talking about that are the $10,000 a term sort of situations. So these decisions haven't been made by one or two principals. This decision has been made by a group of principals across all of the city from all different ethnic situations, cultural situations, decile situations. It's not a decision that they've taken, you know, lightly, I don't think. Yeah, just to go back to you, uh, Greg, on a couple of things. Yeah, I'm not having a crack at athletics for not being on there or cricket for not being on there, etc. because they're not on there. They're not there already. Uh, rugby is there and they're giving it up, is what I'm saying. And I'm asking the question about why they're giving it up. And when you look at professional pathways uh, for, for developing sports people overseas, like, you know, I look at, say, for example, uh, the American college system, high school system, and, and, you know, those games, whether it's football or basketball, those are all televised. It is part of the development, and it should be part of the development here, I believe, at this level with rugby, in terms of you do as much development off-field as you do on-field, you teach them how to be interviewed, you teach them how to deal with scrutiny, you teach them how to deal with social media. It is all a part of their development. And then that looks after the mental well-being down the track. But 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 that's not fully dependent on a game being televised. We also need to remind ourselves how many of these games are being televised. You get one game a week, don't you? And that's across the country. We're not talking about... You know, every game being televised and they stagger their start times so that you can see all six or seven matches week after week after week from the Auckland 1A competition. No, that's true. But not all those games are on Sky, but there are highlights packages and then you can also go and see them online. So, I mean, those games are around and it's just part of the... If you want to be a professional athlete, it's part of the pathway. I mean, at the same age as overseas, if you look at football in the UK and in Europe, if you look at it in South America, America, if you look at, as I mentioned, basketball, uh, American football, etc., ice hockey, those pathways, rugby league across the ditch, those pathways, at the same age, they are doing all of these things. Uh, Izzy from Manukau joins us. G'day, Izzy. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Ricardo. It's a story, yeah, mate. Just want, oh, yeah, just want to chime in on it. Um, you know, I've got um, I've got a role with a with a particular first of team, which I won't name. I'd rather keep it anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in saying that I think, you know, it's a bit of a sit-on-the-fence one. Like, there's positive and then there's negatives. But for me, the positives about um, having, like, the First 15 1A on television is that you get to see, um, you know, a, a lot of different talent, um, you know, that maybe wouldn't necessarily get an opportunity. Like, you'd have your five or six guys who's pretty much a shoo-in into this Auckland system and, 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 and so on. But then you have, like, maybe three or four guys who... who probably wouldn't have got a look in with the Auckland system that might actually get a look in at maybe another province or franchise or it just creates another opportunity for the boys. Yeah, no, I, I agree, mate. I, I, and, you know, that's why I questioned it because, Izzy, um, I, I know you said you've got an involvement at a First 15 in Auckland, but if you look at those First 15, say, at Rotorua Boys High or Hamilton Boys High, some of the big uh, uh, schools down country, Whanganui Collegiate, etc., they're not doing this. They're continuing to do what they do, and they, they, they have, from what I understand, uh, that off-field support and that training as well. And, that, and, and that's another question that I, that I also would put towards the principals, isn't it? Is that would, because obviously First of Team need financial backing, and that comes from sponsorship, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, 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 and for that, you know, there'll be a lot of third-party companies and businesses that's willing to, I don't know, throw maybe 10, 15K at a First of Team you know, would the school, uh, would the principals um, want to cancel that as well since they want to cancel the, you know, televising any first of 10 games because, you know, they're saying, oh, it's too much pressure, it's it's too professional for the kids now, this and that. Well, if they go into that environment, obviously sponsorships and um, financial backing for the first of 10, that's all part of, you know, first of 10 rugby. So would they, would the school budge to pay out of their own pocket to cater to the first of 10 or would, you know, you know it's just, it's a shambles, really, it's, and, and I feel sorry for the kids as well. I've got a funny feeling it's because they, they don't want any scouts from, say, Rugby League or Australia. You know, they, mm. they come in the post players. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Ricardo, that's an opportunity. You know, it's, it's an opportunity. If they can't get an opportunity here in Auckland, obviously they're better off to chase somewhere where they'll actually get an opportunity. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. I'd be interested to get your thoughts, Izzy, on this. Text just come through from uh, Paddy in Christchurch. He said, talk about virtue signalling. These principles have created this monster and turned it into a runaway train, and now they're trying to take the moral high ground. Turn it up. When recruitment and retention become a part of schoolboy rugby, the course was set, and now they're scrambling to try and slow it down. As always, this will have the biggest impact on the poorer schools and the lower decile schools. Scouts will still go and watch Grandma St. Kent's and King's etc. It's a joke. What's your reaction to that? Yeah, um, like I said, you know, I totally agree. Um, you know, at the same time, um, you know, Sky TV, they did, you know, they did um, they did usually um, televise like the main games, like the Kings, the Grammars, the Sacred. Mm. You know, but it would have been good to, for, for, for Sky to showcase like an Aurelia College or a De La Salle or, um, you know, the locals, like a, a South Auckland Derby or something. But, um, yeah, like I said, you know, it's just shambles. I mean, they the, the first Landrow first of rugby has been televised for the last what eleven, twelve years now. Yes, yeah, so, since two thousand and ten, two thousand nine, I think. Yeah, yeah so I, I remember, I remember vividly when Bryn Hall was at St Peter's. That's when it started. So I think you're right. It was two thousand and ten, and yes. Yeah, so see, look, it's been running for twelve years now, and yet all of a sudden they want to pull the plug. You know, you know, it's just it's mind boggling because they could have pulled the plug twelve years ago. Because they, I'm sure the principals had already, they already knew what was going to happen in the future with this. It's going to blow up. It's going to get big, you know, and, and it has. And now the principals want to slow the momentum down, pull the plug. I mean, it's just going to be, 
And it's going to be boring. No one's really going to talk about 1A anymore. No, well, you're exactly right, Izzy. Hey, listen, thanks very much for your call, mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, 0800 is our number. A couple of other texts that have come through. A few weeks ago, NZR tried to take over the Auckland 1A comp. I think this is a move from the principals telling them to get lost. Also, it has something to do with NZR wanting to take control of schoolboy rugby and dictate everything. That is another texter. So we've heard that from about three people so far. Joe, hold on. We'll be with you in a minute. But we are going to go to Joe in Gizzy talking about schoolboy rugby, the 1A schools pulling their televising of their first 15 games. Joe, how are you doing this morning? Yeah, doing very well, mate. Doing very well. Gorgeous day here in Gizzy. Great chat this morning, gentlemen, listening to uh, the feedback from the hypocrisy of uh, the principals in Auckland. Listen, you know, just reading through the articles and, and, and seeing what Pat Drum, the Mount Albert Grammar uh, principal, has said, that they have uh, become aware that that professional rugby is now infringing on the development of their of their youth and they have a responsibility within themselves to actually make their men better so this is a better step for them. The hypocrisy is that when we played first team rugby, I'm forty eight, right? So we're talking thirty some of thirty odd, twenty some years ago. We used to travel from Gisborne to play King's College in rugby and in cricket. Now we'd we'd give them a beat up in the rugby and they'd give us a beat up in the cricket. But there was no colour in their first 15 back then. No Polynesian boys, no Māori boys. At the moment, $47,000 a year tuition boarding, $28,000 for a year 13 to go to school there. Look in their pack of all their scholarship players. The same as Grammar, the same as Hamilton Boys High. All of these, all these schools have become institutions where they get sponsorship and scholarships to draw these great young players from poorer schools. As our man Izzy was talking earlier, right, the hypocrisy of a 50, I know one package of sponsorship to a first 15, $50,000 a year from a company. Now we're here in Gisborne, we have a mate of ours who works for Sky, we get one game a year because it costs over a hundred grand to bring their gear here, their trucks, to film Sky, to commentate it here in Gisborne. They stay in Auckland 1A, because it's easy on their costing for Sky to film it. They stay in the same schools because they have put infrastructure in for them to set up and for them to get power to their trucks and for them to actually showcase those, those top schools. So what you're finding now is those young men who want to be All Blacks, as opposed to having pressure put on them, this is a drive from these young men who come from you know, lower socioeconomic areas and they have an opportunity they're not going to be filmed anymore. So what you're going to find is that the 1A competition will go away, but a national competition will take over because people like me still want to see boys high play uh, Napier boys, Tauranga boys high play you know, Hastings boys. We will still want to see that. Everybody who goes to a school, this is their alma mater. So we want to see it. And if the 1A principals have taken that away from their young men, but yet still have to pay their scholarships, still have to draw a huge sponsorship from some big brands on those boys' shirts, we're going to see Auckland 1A off, off the TV, but we're going to see other schools get picked up by Sky if they actually still go with the Land Rover First 15 comp. And people like Gisborne, people like Hawke's Bay, people like Palmerston North, people like Taranaki and New Plymouth, we will get First 15 rugby. It just won't be the Auckland boys. 
Mm. Yeah, well, exactly, and that's uh, that's the point made. Uh, Joe, we've had a few people suggesting that this is uh, um, the principles of the 1A competition uh, at some sort of power grab or some sort of battle with uh, New Zealand rugby who are looking to take over the running of schoolboy rugby or at least uh, the running of 1A. What do you make of that? Uh, listen, I follow a lot of American sports. I've been to the States many times to watch all different types of sports at you know professional level and, and at the university level. You think there, the biggest profitable uh, platform of sport is NCAA. One coach gets paid $8 million a year, their top running back gets paid nothing. I think what you're looking at in Auckland is Auckland coaches will put together a package and then go to a platform maybe later and create, try to, yeah, like the SEC or, you know, um, where they have the SEC top 10, they have the, the Pac-12, those guys, if you put that package together, you think you have value in what you're doing, then you can take it to a platform of Spark Sport or Sky or an online platform and say, hey, we've got media rights here in another year or two. Whether uh, New Zealand Rugby went to take over 1A you know, or, or not, let's try and get that, that confirmed. But even if they did, what's the harm in that? Mm. We're bagging New Zealand Rugby for not looking at development of our sport. We're bagging New Zealand Rugby for this clash on the weekend of the of the the All Blacks against the uh, the, uh, the women's rugby. If they are going there, why are they going there? Is this a product that they want? Is this a development platform? Do they have you know a, a Colts level coming in? Do they have something coming in the future with internships or scholarships for these young men to get educated and also have a pathway into professional rugby? Let's not be stupid. Rugby is our number one sport. It is dropping away post-school, but those young men who want to be professional, who want to go and be an all-black and be our super rugby players, they are coming out of these schools. Don't kid yourself. You know, If we're not taking them, the rugby league scouts are here all the time and they are taking them in a heartbeat. Yeah. So we need to actually open our eyes, Ricardo. Like you say, let's, let's grab these young men and these... Listen, they don't have pressure on them. You know, let, let, let's be fair. They're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Look at me, look at me. I'm scoring a try. I'm doing a dance. There's no pressure on those boys. They absolutely love it. Okay. Giving them the best chance to succeed as pros is by giving them this exposure now. And then and then outside of that, giving them some support and the education of how to deal with it, Joe, is what I think is probably the best. Thanks very much for your call. Keep them coming through. 0800 150 811. We are talking about the 1A schools in Auckland removing the broadcast of their first 15 matches. Uh, I've had a text uh, come through on the text machine. No name attached to this one, but uh, I would suggest this person may work for Sky. And as far as I'm aware, there's never been a contract with 1A. Each game is organised in conjunction with the host school which is interesting. Uh, so maybe they don't act as a as an overall body. Uh, Jimmy has texted through saying, personally I don't think they should have any schoolboy rugby on TV. They're kids. They're not celebrities. I bet a lot of them think that they, and act like they are. Start putting more into Colts footy when these kids grow into their own bodies. Thank you Jimmy. Um, for the uh, for your text and uh, keep those coming through on double eight double three. Aaron is also messaged through saying just touching on the televised rugby. You only have to look at the system in the US. They are uh, like night and day. Even when they're walking around the school, they have systems in place where they need to be meeting certain grades at school to continue playing. It's so cutthroat that if they fail a test and drop grades, they get dropped from the team. Why can't we implement something similar here? From Aaron, thanks very much, Aaron. Uh, Dean is on the phone from Denise. Dean, g'day, Dean. How are you, mate? Good, thank you. Very it's interesting. Listen, Joe, he's obviously got a 
fairly good insight into uh, schoolboy sport. Like, and I, I agree with just about everything he says. But I, for me, I um, I don't like it. Like, I've gone along and watched the odd game in Dunedin and mm-hmm. watched the kids warm up. And uh, I think the Carlos Spencers and Christian Cullens to drop two absolute classic bombs in there of play with spirit and just see what's in front of you. They're all told to do. All these pods and things that the kids are doing, like I'm sure they're never going to tear. They're loving it because they picked and they're in there and it's on TV. I honestly would like to see the whole lot canned and go back to Kingsall playing boys high and Verdon down in Bacargill and the odd game you play your inter-school stuff. But really put the essence back on too, like they said. that yet, um, Jimmy just said about the... The Colts age group, like I'd rather South than playing Auckland at under 18, under 20 was a competition of some sort of significance to bring back some provincial rivalry at a youth grade because it doesn't seem to, you know, like competitions are still there, don't get me wrong, but you never see them on TV. Mm. And that for me might kind of help the under 20 program because something's right. We've got to address something because we used to be quite dominant in the under 20 competition and for a few years now we're, we're just about making up the numbers, very similar to what the All Blacks are doing at the moment. So there's a pattern that we need to address somehow. And I don't know that having first team rugby personally on TV and these kids, I mean, they're going to get that exposure eventually if they're good enough. I'm just not, I'm not 100% sure what's right and what's wrong, but clearly something isn't quite working, if you know what I mean. Like, mm. It's a great, I enjoy watching it too, but it's a lot of, it's almost super rugby at a young age. And I can, and the, the attrition rate for those kids when they leave school to actually go on and play rugby after that, they, they, it's not high. So that, that's not good either. No, but I mean, it hasn't been high for a while, mate, to be fair, Dean. I think we've seen that drop off. Um, but thanks for your call, mate. 0800 150 is the number. A couple of other texts that have come through. I agree 100% with the last caller. I manage a top four Prems team in counties and players come out of the 1A thinking they deserve dollars to play club footy. Plus, has anyone done a study on the mental health of some of those boys who get pumped up at school and then don't make it after school? Well, that's interesting. There's no name attached to this one, uh, but that is interesting because you would have thought that the 1A principals, when they made this decision, if it really was a mental health or mental well-being issue, they would have backed it up with stats. We've seen nothing, which is what makes me think there's something else going on. We'll be back with more calls. Been talking about the 1A competition in Auckland, removing their games from broadcast off of Sky, uh, so you no, no longer be able to watch those games. They've said it's down to mental well-being, but they haven't backed that up with any stats. Uh, I've heard a few people have said that this is to do with New Zealand rugby trying to take over the running of schoolboy rugby and it's the principals uh, basically telling them to go away and that's what this move is all about. John from Auckland is called through. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, morning. How's it going? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit perplexed by the decision. Um, I'll tell you why. Mm. Uh, when when I was at high school, there was actually no footage or um, no TV cameras around and a lot of the players that weren't exposed, they were very good. Um, ended up going over to Australia or the UK. Um, and it was very hard for us to set up, you know, footage for ourselves to give to clubs because that's what a lot of professional clubs ask for yep. when you're trying to get to that next level. But in saying that, I get that, the mental health awareness, but most, the New Zealand Rugby Union or the Auckland Rugby Union as such, they should be providing the tools possible for these schools to handle that. And um, whether they are or whether they aren't, 
Yeah, well, I mean, I, question I, at hand. Yeah, the, for me, I mean, it's like if you're going to put these kids in this situation, uh, like a lot of these schools have been, I mean, you think that this competition has been going for 13 years, uh, televised for 13 years. Shouldn't this have already been there? I mean, it's their job as educators. You know, is this any different to a kid that wants to be, I don't know, a builder getting extra support when it comes to woodwork classes, for example, that if you're going, okay, so we have a pathway here where we can make help you get to be a professional rugby player, then we need to be yeah. providing with that support with the off-field stuff as much as this, the, the coaching for the on-field stuff? Well, exactly, mate, exactly. And, you know, a lot of these schools, these private schools here in Auckland, they have bigger budgets or the same budgets as some NPC sites, mm. nearly. And, um, you know, that, that some of that budget should go towards mental skills for these young players. I understand that a lot of them are still children, so a lot needs to be harnessed not only with them but with their families. Uh, a lot of these kids, well, if you look in Auckland, most of the kids are Pacific Island or Māori playing in the competition, so you have to harness their culture mm-hmm. and you have to come from that aspect as well. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's it's quite, you know, I understand the logic, but it's quite detrimental for the future of some of these players who, who are aspiring to be professionals. Um, but in saying that, you know, I'm not too sure. Do they collect, um, you know, remuneration from having their games on TV or does it go to the New Zealand Rugby Union? Or yeah, to that, That's a question that I haven't actually even thought to ask, mate. That's a great question. I know yeah. that there will be remuneration in the way of sponsorship because I'm sure if you say to, for example, Land Rover, you know, um, you know give us X amount of dollars because we're going to have X amount of games on Sky TV. That's kind of how they make some money, uh, and you've got to think that this is going to hurt that sponsorship, uh, those sponsorship opportunities as well, and it's probably going to impact more on the, uh, I think it was Greg that called through earlier, it's going to impact more on the Aereri colleges than it is on the King's colleges, if you know what I mean, if you're losing those sponsorship dollars. Well, exactly, mate, and those are the schools that probably need that sponsorship dollars, but, you know, nothing's for free. So obviously Sky TV must be paying someone to get these hosting rights for First 15, and that money should go to mental mental skills awareness and all these awareness programs for these young people. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a really good point, John. I did hear there was a message that came through earlier. There was no name attached to it, but it sounded like whoever it was sent it through um, and knew something about the system. And they said that these game, there was no central contract with 1A and uh, the broadcast. So it was done with the individual schools who were hosting. So that's interesting in itself. And I, yeah, I'm not sure what the kickback was, if there was any. Uh, it is seven away from 10. Graham, hold on. We'll come to you quickly next. Hey, sir, what have you got to say on this 1A situation? Uh, morning, Rick Dog. Um you, you, I think you hit it on the nail just before the ad there, mate. This competition's been going for 12 or 13 seasons, and now they're all of a sudden they're worried about their mental well-being. Yep. Like, give us give us a break, man. Have a look in the mirror, you Mount Albert and Auckland Grammar. And, you know, like, it's, uh, it's, it is what it is, man. Most of those boys would have put on Instagram or TikTok this morning what they had for breakfast, mate. Yeah. You know? And then they would have had a shit fight about it. Like, it's just, <laughs> to use that as the excuse is... Um, Fairly lame. It's a good brand of rugby. I like. I enjoy watching it. I get a bit sick of the theatrics before and after the games, but it's a really good, a really good style of footy. You see, and you get to see these young players in two or three years' time at NPC level. Like I don't know what they're. It's, you're like you say. There's something else going on. It's disappointing. Uh, and quickly on the Black Ferns and the All Blacks. The All Blacks pay the bills, man. Mm. They bring in the money. So. Get over it. It's, it's a it was a it's a bad decision. I agree with you know it should never have happened, but it is what it is. But the All Blacks pay the bills, man. These women wouldn't even have contracts if it wasn't for the All Blacks. So just 
you know, you know like, I'm going to watch the All Blacks live and I'll tape the other game. If I was up north, I'd go to the Blackbirds game and tape the All Blacks game. But that's just the way it's way it rolls, you know, you just got to suck it up sometimes. Thanks for your call, Graham. 10 o'clock here on SENZ. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.